Post by Christian Brothers and Sisters because we got a lot to cover today. Be encouraged. Oh, my. Be challenged. Oh, my. Be inspired. They need gassed up. They need reviewed. And get excited. It's a relationship with the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob who loves with an everlasting, unconditional love. Your love lifting me higher. Release your fears. Praise the Lord. God's wisdom is brilliant. And receive God's love. That's who and what He is. Release your worries. He's faithful. God is faithful. And receive God's truth. These commands that I give to you today, impress them upon your children and talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. This is the Get Excited Show. Everybody in the family needs it. Now, with Michael Crawford. Get excited, world! Wow! Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Michael H. Crawford Get Excited Show podcast on the Roan Golf Show. Wow! I'm going to tell you something. We have a show for you, don't we, Tony? <laughs> Yes, we do, Michael. How you doing? Oh, I love catching oh, my man. producer oh, off guard there. My hands are full. Come on, let's see what you're all about there. I'm trying to yeah. make music happen here. That is the uh, the high tech, yeah, the uh, the unbelievable uh, technician, uh, people person, well, it's war I'm running war a board. Yeah, we're still, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm trying to think. It's how do I really label this? Besides running the board, you're, just, you're techie, man. Techie, you're just like into it, brother. <laughs> uh, it's my man, Tony Escobar. And one of these my best friend. see us behind the scenes. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. Because we're going to do that, right? Yeah, we're going to tell me. Well, you know, you never well, really mentioned that to the, the audience there. Well, let me take him for. No, you're fine. I just wanted to just thank him for stopping by. Actually, for, for uh, listening to it. But anyway, Tell uh, yes, uh, I am your host, Michael Crawford. This is my co-host or sidekick. Uh, I got to call him co-host because he really doesn't like sidekick. But I think that sidekick is cool type of. But anyway, that's Tony Escobar, my 30-plus year friend, best friend, family, brother. I mean, I'm closer than my own uh, brother with him. And, gotcha. Uh, he's just a rock star. And I just uh, I love how I'm kind of incorporating him, kind of like, you know, w- w- uh, kind of you're like getting woven into the fabric of the Michael H. Crawford Get Excited Show podcast. And I like that, okay? Yeah, no, I'm okay with that. Good. I'm like that Paul Schaefer, you know. <laughs> That's right. Oh, Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon. Yeah, there you go. You do get it. Ed so okay. I just want to really take the time uh, this morning to thank all of you. I love the responses we've been getting. Uh, I've been letting Tony read them. He's even kind of impressed. Uh, it's just is. It, it's really a blessing. It truly is. Uh, you know, we're on every you know, social media network you yeah. can think of with Spotify and Anchor and the actual podcast uh, app on Facebook, your iPhone. Facebook, yeah, Facebook, yeah, I'm saying, yeah. And it's just great. And so I really have an attitude of gratitude for all of you out there. I want to thank you for truly tuning in to the Michael H. Crawford Get Excited Show podcast. Uh, again, with my host, uh, uh, host, I mean, by, <laughs> my sidekick, yeah. uh, Tony brother. Escobar. I am your host, Michael Crawford. And oh, praise the Lord today, Tony. Oh, we got a good one today. We have uh, uh, one that I got to taste. I really got into the word. Whoa. I asked God to, I just felt it was appropriate okay. to do a show after all that we've kind of been through, the people that I've been talking to, and the blessings I've been, and the people I've been in, in, encountering. It's just absolutely incredibly amazing that I just love hearing the stories about. Uh, the trials and tribulations, but how they came out of it, just putting all their trust in God, how God provided. And I've literally, literally been hearing that for probably 
you know, seven, ten days, right? Right. So I decided that I would just kind of lock myself in my office at my home. Right. Okay. And really get in the Word and have the Holy Spirit lead me on doing a little teach and preach regarding providing provisions. Right? So I titled it, God Loves to Provide for Those That He Loves. Now hear me now. Turn those radials up. God loves to provide for those that he loves. And guess what, brother? He loves you and he loves me. Amen. He loves you and he loves me. And God loves to provide for those that he loves. That's the title that I came up with. That's where kind of uh, the extension I kind of was led awesome. to. Yeah, no, that's good. And I just, uh, I'm just excited about it. I really do. I just, uh, we don't realize what a, uh, you know, the other day we talked about what a loving God, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we don't realize how much he really doesn't play games with his provisions, his covenant, you know. Some people do, and they can't do that. they got to understand, once something's made, once something's chiseled in granite, you know, God's about taking care of you. God's not going to... And he will. Yeah, he will. He will. He, absolutely he we will. We put all our trust in him. And Amen. We move on with our day. Well, look at you. Absolutely. Look, I just love how elegantly he well, just kind of words that. And, and it's, it's awesome. Escobar. We could be having our minds on something totally else. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, I remember I prayed for that. Oh, here it is. Well, here it what? is. Wow. In, in God's timing. It just happened. Right. Right. Happens to right. me. Happens to you. I've seen it. Yes, you have. Oh, I'm not afraid to admit it. I, I'm a testimony. I'm a walking billboard. I remember. You know? I remember walking to your home the other day, what? and you're on. You're, there's. A, he's got like this huge kitchen table, and, and he's like, "Wait on there. Said, Come on in, brother." And I, I'm allowed to go in through the back. Yeah, he is. He, he, he gets special <laughs> entrance. I, I mean, you do. Yeah, I think about that. Even Gloria, you got to. Even have to knock. Tony's got his own door. No, you don't have to knock. I just you, go your in the back, and I'm in the house. Next thing you know, I'm and there's Michael. Sees me on my big Stunned table there, yeah. Writing notes, and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's how you are. Yeah, yeah well, I am. Uh, well, that's I call that the uh, the breakfast board. Get it? The breakfast board meeting. You know, oh, get absolutely. it? I got a huge table, and I uh, love getting on it in the morning at way at one end, and yeah, <laughs> kind yeah, of makes awesome. my wife laugh because she'll be at one end, and all of a sudden she's thinking I'm walking over to her to sit down next to her, have coffee. I sit with you know you know where I sit oh, right. Yeah. Gotcha, I just feel that's appropriate. She goes, stop that. <laughs> And I know when you're taking notes, you're writing stuff down, oh, yeah, that you're going to yeah. bring something to the podcast. Well, you have to. Something. You're obviously going through all your emails because yes. you print them out. You don't I just... do. Well, because I'm going to tell you something. I'm just really impressed with these yeah. emails. I mean, we are getting a great response to the Get Excited Show podcast. I mean, yeah. we really are. And I'm, and, and I'm telling you, when I say those aren't words that I throw around lucidly about, you know, I, I have an attitude of gratitude. Those are factual statements that I'm just elated. I mean, you know, you talk about uh, excitement. I mean, you know, I'm labeled Mr. Excitement. Well, let me tell you right now, I am just elated. I'm just, you know, tingling from the top of my head to the tip of my toes because of the response. God is blessing us. There's a reason why he had me do this podcast, start this up. He's the reason why you reached out to me. And I'm going to go and tell everybody out there. You know, I've been on the radio and TV for years. You, most of you know that. But the reason this show is where it is today is not because of Michael Crawford. Number one, God. And number two, Tony. And it is Tony. And you need, you need the, uh, the credit for that. Because you called me, you reached out to me and said, hey, here's my new... I mean, if you want to do a little short Reader's Digest version, go ahead and then let's get into this. You know what I'm saying? Let's get into the show. But go ahead. Why am I here? Well, I was... Uh, for years, uh, I've had uh, Roan from the Roan Dolph Show 
has been asking me to come and be his production guy, come and be my cameraman. And I was doing other stuff. I was freelancing, trying right. to make a living, you know, with stuff. <laughs> right. And I'm like, you know, I'm just so busy. Right. And I did things just because Rome said, hey, man, I need a camera. You're so good guy. Gear, take my gear. Mm-hmm. We'd shoot whatever he needed, and, and then I'd hand it over to him. Well, when he started developing this show, um, he asked me, you know, if I would come work for him. And I said, well, let me pray about it. Yep. So I did, uh, and then I got in, and, and I, God's just blessed me mon- abundantly. And as days started going by, I started thinking about you. I started thinking, I, said, I need to call Michael. You guys need to see who Michael Crawford is. So I handed them their your YouTube pages, stuff that you've done no, in the car business. That's how you buy God. Now, see, you always hear something on it, have him repeating the story. I didn't know what you did. They're like, oh, my goodness, look at this. I said, I'd like for you to meet him. And he said, bring him in. I said, okay, I'll set it up. So I called you. I said, hey, man, I really think this is something that could bring back your uh, your Get Excited show and everything else. You need to meet exactly Ron, right. Ron and Susan. That. And we set up a date, and you and I came in, and you were you sat there, and I closed the door, and, and you guys had your business. And next thing I know, you're where you are in this studio that's being built. Wow, that's exciting. You really, I just got tingles again, the Holy Spirit. That is exactly the way it went down. Now, I didn't know about it. I, I love that, how you t- showed them my YouTube page sure. and all oh, that. Yeah. but. I just love that, that, yeah, how, how things materialize, how things come to pass, uh, all uh, breath by God. Right. All and, breath by and, God. And I've always known, and you've always known, you've been disrupted from getting into your ministry. Mm. And got, God told, you know, pastor to tell you to get back into the car business. Look at you. And yeah. you just kept going. And, I just kept and going and pushing really forward. wanted yeah. to do this. This is what I wanted to do. And look where you're at. Oh, this is exactly. That's full circle. I am so grateful. I thank God every day, and I thank God for using you as his vessel to get me back installed, get, get this program implemented, uh, and let's get back, you know, talking about uh, you know, hit the great works of and, the Holy Spirit. And people man. knew who you were around oh, yeah, the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, like, I was it's like there. okay, now they don't hear you on the airways, but now you're coming, coming back, back in there, and, right. and, and we're letting you know where they can find you and stuff. So it's really exciting. And that's like what Mark coming. Harris set up in Sacktown the other day. He did. He goes, "Oh my gosh, Michael Crawford's coming back on the, you know, airwaves." You know, because Even he, when you were in Oklahoma, yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> Brothers in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, oh, more. There's you know, a special thing even, there. Even that's, working there. Where that's you bizarre here. that you said mention Oklahoma. Unbelievable. Did you hear? You heard me on the phone. No, the, no. This morning. I just, uh, yeah, I. I well, I'm going to tell you. I, well, I'm busy doing things, and yes, you're in the other side here. You're, you know, I got you. Yes. But then, I, you know what? I, there's a reason because I was going to mention some other people, but there's oh, okay. a reason why you said that. No, no, I'm going to tell you right now, and I thank you because I got to talk about her. Okay. First of all, okay, yeah, he's right. So for uh, a couple of years, you know, I was consulting in. Uh, Woodward, Oklahoma, Northwest Oklahoma, in the Panhandle. And I want everybody out there to know that you talk about walking, talking, breathing, fireball Christians. They are. Wow. And I miss them. I want everybody, you know, turn uh, the volume up because I have a lot of Oklahomans uh, that listen to me. And I appreciate that. And I'm grateful. And I thank you. I love you all. Yeah. There is a connection there. That I have for the rest of my life. And I miss them. I want you to know that I kind of wish that I, I, I put something together that I kind of go back periodically. Because this morning just proved it all. Yeah. I had to call. Uh, I have a, still have a, uh, uh, one of my accounts is back in one of the banks back there in Woodward. I never closed it right when I left. Yes. Uh, so I happened to call to do some business uh, over the phone. But I had to... Uh, 
time it right because you know they you know how banks are they're not open right, right. Uh, they're two hours ahead of us so that was good lucky they were right at uh i didn't it, know you were talking to people in oklahoma you didn't know that no oh wow i, I love it that's someone. what i was talking to wow yeah. i was wondering why you had that look on your face you gave me a look like you just figured i actually thought you thought it was someone here local was <laughs> no no i was talking to oklahoma they oh, were wow. taking care of but here's the deal i want to make sure i word this properly okay uh uh sheila torres i'm here to tell you uh, she's incredible. I mean, they all are. Don't get me wrong. They really are. I, I mean, I really miss everybody. But she is special. She is a, a, a lady, a young lady that, by the way, her child is two years old. I was there when she, they were pregnant. I, I, I didn't realize. See, time flies. Wow, two years. Two years. She's got a two-year-old now. And, and she's just a beautiful woman. So I could just imagine, uh, you know, the, how you know, handsome yeah. the little boy is, right? Yeah. But anyway, it was just such a pleasure it's not even so much how she, uh, the great response and, and, and how she received me and how she immediately just, um, her people skills started coming out about dealing with me. It was just unbelievable and getting it handled what I needed handled. Uh, and she just said, hey, I'm going to email you this. All you got to do is electronically sign it and right. you're good to go, Michael. Uh, and it's just this, even if it couldn't be done, the way that she would have approached it would still be just as positive. As she was when it could be. She's another Caleb. There you go. Oh, wow. Look at you. <laughs> I love it. But I just, since you brought that up, uh, Shayla uh, Torres, I just want to say thank you. I love you. Uh, I wish you and your husband and your baby all the incredible. I, I, I mean, I do. I pray Amen. that God blesses you uh, beyond and above your wildest expectations. I mean, for prosperity and health and wealth and just, just all of it. I mean, you're just a really great person. And I miss you and uh, everyone else there. There's just something about, uh, you know, the people in the panhandle, the people were actually in the whole Bible Belt area that I just connect with. I just yeah. have that feeling that I just love them. I mean, Irwin Automotive. Yeah, it was, wow, you got a great memory. It was Irwin Auto, excuse me, Irwin Auto Company. Company, okay. or I guess, right? Yeah, Irwin Auto Company or Group. Uh, you know, who knows? It's saying it's so Irwin many. Auto. I know that. Yes. So so, many. Well, they always label things differently, right. but yes, in. Uh, they had, uh, oh, God, he had Chevrolet, uh, Buick, wow. uh, Pontiac, GMC. Not Pontiac, excuse me, but Pontiac, they don't make it anymore. <laughs> That's funny, GMC, uh, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, and uh, kind of a little auto mall there that I ran. And, uh, nice. It was just, it was really nice. And, and I did my show, which I've every yeah. market I've ever been into. And I did my Get Excited show uh, for an hour every Sunday. And it was broadcast uh, on a, a great country station that I got to tell you that I just really enjoy. I miss it. Yeah. I can't believe you got me talking about that. Oh, well, I know. Well, but it's just, hey, I, I'm glad yeah. I did, though. But I got to tell you, I, really, Shayla, again, at the sake of not sounding redundant, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Now, what since we, uh, it was a blessing. And now, since uh, we talked about her, then I better move on to some other people that kind of gave me a big blessing. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at you. Look at look at you. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's amazing how the Holy Spirit is moving in my life. It, it really is. And I, and I know we got to get started. I like that look. It, the producer keeps me on track on no, the time clock. No, well, thank you. I'm enjoying this. Be, oh, well, good. I yeah. appreciate that because we do got to eventually get little going God on spots. Our, little God spots. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, life. we've got to we, we've got to talk about the rewards of the word. Amen? Yeah, amen. The words of the but, but uh, you know, as you all know, the title today is God loves to provide for those that he loves. And always remember, he loves you yes. and he loves me. And we'll get into that shortly, but you got me on this thing about okay. just, you know, showing recognition about people uh, what have really, what I say, have shown their true beliefs. Amen? Amen. 
And as uh, Sheila did that, Sheila Torres did that from uh, Bank Central. Bank Central in Woodward, Oklahoma. Wow. God love her. It is. It's called Bank Central. Great bank. So if you all, um, and you know, you know the ones that listen to me in the Midwest, you know, in the, in the, in the panhandle there, go and say hi. Give her a hug for me. Just say, hey, Michael Crawford, really, really appreciate you. Right. Because she is. She deserves it. Now, let's move on to, uh, you're going to love this. Now, I know you remember this the other day, the, the issues I've been having with uh, my health insurance. Yes, uh-huh. And the reason why, when I say issues, you know, and I'm not trying to air out any dirty no, laundry no, here. Not. I'm just, I'm just there's, a, there's a reason why I've got to set it up this way. But because Tony did hear me. <laughs> uh, but anyway, because, you know, I was running Van Nuys Kia. Right. And I had Aetna Insurance. Well, once the, this back problem where I can't even stand up, right? Right. Okay. I had to, you know, as Arnold says, we got to move in a different direction. Okay. Amen, which is right. All right, Arnold. <laughs> I love it. So. Uh, get on the jet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get on that jet, Michael C. And so, <laughs> anyway, so they put me on Cobra, right? Sure. Go on Cobra. Well, the Cobra was with Aetna. Well, just recently, as of August 1st. And believe me, I'm one of those guys I pay way in advance. Oh, yeah. So I already sent my money in. Now, it's weird, though. When you send your money in, you don't send it in to, like, Aetna. Or in this case, now it's going to be Blue Cross Blue Shield of California, who is the fac- who's actually the insurer, but the facilitator. It's bizarre. You have to send it your money to Navia Benefit Solutions. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, hello. And that, they, they are the facilitator yeah. for, uh, oh, Aetna, yeah. you know, for Cobra. Cobra sure, yeah. So anyway, they had my money. And I have not, got no insurance this whole mm. month. Can you believe that? Now, you know the, sh- the shape I'm in. Oh, yeah. I'm getting ready to come up to a huge, huge surgery. Right. And the doctors are calling me, Michael Crawford, what's going on? Blah, 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 you know. But I'm going to tell you something. Now, if this isn't walking in faith, then nothing ever is. Because you know I have not been stressed over it, have I? Oh, no, not at all. I haven't because I know God's going to take care of it. Because Amen. I know in my hearts of hearts, I've given them my money. Yeah. I have paid them. Yeah. Just because they have no record of me doesn't mean that. Well, the only one that anybody had any kind of facsimile of a record would be Navia Benefit Solutions. Right. And I just have to reach out and just say how, talk about being jubilation, meaning proud and excited, knowing that, you've, that you know, there are still good people out there, right? Right. Right. I've got to give a shout out to uh, Elizabeth, the uh, supervisor, uh, and then one of her employees, Anthony. I'm here to tell you, Wow. Took care of you. Oh, I don't know what I would do without them two because I was freak, freaking out. I mean, I put it in God's hand, but I was doing a little freak out going, oh, no. whoa, God, you're going to really, you have to do a miracle here. I'm, okay. You know, you've done miracles for Michael Crawford four. Looks like you're going to do another one too. But yeah. the reality of it is uh, Elizabeth and, and Anthony, I mean, Anthony, you know, again, I, I just talked to you on the phone. I haven't met them in person, but talking about Anthony, uh, starting off, leading off with him first, you know, he, I know he's not that old i mean he's kind of a young man and nor for elizabeth that matter but what i'm talking about as far as the experience on the job the, the ability to have that his abilities his people skills were impeccable i mean really i'm being very candid with you this this young man was one of those young men that i'm telling you right now mr tony escobar and you know how i am yeah my yeses are my yeses and my nose are my nose and when i tell someone i'm going to do this i'm not just utilizing God's oxygen and just trying to blow them off the phone. But I've been going through that this month with this insurance. Let me just make it abundantly clear. I've been treated a lot very disrespectfully by some. Sure. But I know that's life, uh, and I put up with it, and I just pray for them because they need the prayer. Right. All right? But I'm here to tell you, this Anthony, wow! 
Anthony, your people skills went to a level, and you understand, you're talking to a man here, Michael Crawford, that knows people skills, okay? I hire people. I've taken two franchises to number one in the world. I didn't do that by giggles, okay? I did that because I know people, and I know, you know, and, and I love it when, when people have that ability that I can even polish those skills and take them to the next level. Well, you conducted yourself on such a professionalism level with so much excitement and enthusiasm, uh, unlike anybody else that I've been dealing with there. And I just want to say thank you. I, Anthony, honestly, thank you for uh, really going on and above and caring, having that heartfelt desire for the clients and not just blow me off thinking i'm crazy because you've detected a little frustration factor on hey you got my three thousand dollars for the month i paid way in advance but yet i don't have no insurance hello but you did not get uh you know shaken whatsoever you didn't get uh kept his cool yeah tone i mean he did his composure very good Okay. I mean, I was amazed. I'm telling you, you'd be impressed. I wish I could record that and play it back to you. I play it. One of these days, I'm gonna do that and play it on the show because I was really impressed. I mean, he's just a good guy, and you could tell. Okay. You could tell he's at that Christian uh, uh, stride, you know. Too. I mean, he's just he has it. Yeah. Uh, and then now let's because I know we gotta move on. I can keep talking about you, Anthony, but I'm I'm really grateful. But let's talk about my girl Elizabeth. She's the supervisor. Let me tell you something. I was very impressed with her. I mean, even at first I was getting frustrated with her because I had been told by three or four of the people, oh, it's in Elizabeth's hands. She'll call you. Oh, it's in Elizabeth's hands. Oh, well, it's in a supervisor's hand. Don't let me guess. Elizabeth. And they'd be like, yeah. Well, she'll go, never, never did get called. I was getting frustrated. Okay. Well, I get it now, and I can't have time to, to go into that about why she didn't, uh, you know. But I did finally receive a call from her a week later, uh, and she set the cadence. And I'm going to tell you something. Anthony was able to do that too. What he did, believe me, he did great things. That you, know, you already heard me talk about it. Right. But a lot of that was assisted and facilitated by Elizabeth. So Elizabeth, my dear friend, I sincerely mean this from the bottom of my heart. I love you and I thank you and I appreciate you. Same to you, Anthony. I love you too. Appreciate you. You you two are are what I call true rock stars uh, of being and having a committed. To the clients of the insurance, you are a the facilitators again. They're they're Navia Benefit Solutions, the the facilitators for uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield of California and Blue Cross Blue Shield or Aetna, excuse me, Aetna, and they just really do a good job. Now, Amen. All right, two more people, and then we got to move on. Okay, we got to get excited right, here. I'm, I'm, uh, so I'm the here. other day, yeah, you know, I was going to go uh, take some pictures for the promotion that, that I was doing. Yeah, we were doing a little uh, for everyone out there that's tuned in to the Michael Crawford Get Excited Show podcast. I'm. I did a uh, promotional deal, and the uh, newspaper needed pictures of me. So I didn't really like the way my hair was. If my hair, if I don't get a, a high and tight, high and tight, high and tight, uh, at least every seven to eight days, I kind of go crazy, right? right? Tony knows me. Well, it, I was going on the tenth day. I needed it done. I've just been so busy. I've been busy in a one-legged man in a butt kicking contest, and I just didn't have time. But Pretty I good. knew I, had, yeah, it was. I knew I had to make time. Because I want to take these pictures, Tone, right? Right. So, I call my brother, okay, now when I say brother, not on the level of you. Right, right, right. Okay, but he is uh, just a rock star barber, a Russian guy. Those Russians know how to cut hair. Oh, yeah. Woo! They know how to cut hair. Anyway, his name is Russell from uh, First Choice. First Choice Barbershop. I mean, I started, uh, I met him when he first opened up eight years ago. Right there on 67th Avenue and the 101. He's been your barber. Been my barber. Okay. Only see him. I mean, I've been out of town doing a lot of uh, automotive consulting, 
And what do I do? I come flying just to see him. Unless I'm not going to uh, able to make it, then I just go ahead and get it cut there. But very rarely do I go anywhere besides my man Russell. But anyway, so I called, and Russell wasn't there. Uh-huh. I'm like, whoa, man, what am I going to do? i got to take these pictures, right? Yeah. And I ain't going to do it with that long 10-day hair. <laughs> so anyway, make a long story short, um, he wasn't there, so he, but it, they did say he back the next day. So as I'm driving past him then, you follow me? I'm getting, going back. Try yeah. to visualize this. I'm there. Everyone out there listening to the Michael H. Crawford Get Excited Show podcast, try to visualize. I'm going down 67th Avenue, you know, on the phone, get, thinking I'm going to turn in there uh, to my barber, first choice. But he's not there. So I frust- in frustration, I said, okay, thank you. And let me think what I want to do because they did say he'd be back the next day. So as I'm driving towards Bell Road, Something made me just look over. And again, that's that Holy Spirit taking care of you. See, everything's divine connections in my life. South on 67th, yeah. headed to Bell Road. Uh-huh. You just crossed the 101. I know exactly where you're at. Do you know where the How- Howie Pizza is? Yeah, you just there. Up. You do, yeah. okay. You looked over. So I looked over, and then I saw Barber with a, with a, with a nice little brand new light. Yeah. <laughs> so, Holy Spirit told me, go there. Go there. Go there. Yeah. So I did. Michael Crawford pulled in. <laughs> they don't know you from Adam. Uh, no, you're going to laugh. You know, Tony, you do know that uh, I have a name here in Arizona. Not bragging, I like all I, over I, the country. Yeah, right. I yeah. do. You know, I love California. I just wanna, but it's hard for me to say because I, and I like Arizona you, because I try to stay uh, humble. humble. But I do have a name. Well, let me tell you something. This guy, Chris, what a freaking rock star he is! You ever Chris met Chris? Like, I never met him before in my life. There you go. But yeah. I walked in. I know you from and Adam. You should have seen the look on his face. Now listen, it was like a double take. Like wow. And I asked him, first of all, I had to use the restroom. Sure. I had to really use the I restroom. Understand. So he goes, yeah, right back there. But the look on his face is like he had that look like, I know you. Wow. Anyway, he about went crazy when he realized, because he goes, man, I recognize that voice. Wow. Who are you now? I go, Michael Crawford. Michael Crawford. Michael Crawford. I go, the key guy. That's it. And just, you know, yeah. does his thing. Nice. He knew. I knew it. I knew. I knew. Blah, 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 blah. Well, then, uh, Bobby. Bobby, let me. Uh, I, I'm even gonna look. They this have up. a rock star now in their barber shop. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, they're like, whoa! I love you it. Understand, Michael Crawford's in the house, and then yeah. he's tell you who he is. Who he is? And you oh, need I get to, it. I to get wake it. Wake up! Yeah. So <laughs> that's so funny. Anyway, he was busy. Right as you walk in, Chris has that first chair, and he was busy cutting some guy's hair. But I mean, he was just incredibly hospitable. I mean, going right. out of his way. So I go to the bathroom. I come back, and I gotta get my hair. I got. I don't have time. I, I can't be wasting time. Popping it. What the heck is that? We got a fire going here. Hello. Anyway, <laughs> but you know, time is of the essence. So I've got to get going. So I come out of the bathroom, and right at the end, all the way down, was a gentleman leaning back, looking at his phone, looking at all the uh, text messages he gets, bragging on his uh, incredible haircutting. Uh, you know, barbering. Anyway, I said, hey, are you a barber? I really didn't know for sure, right? And he goes, yeah, I am. I go, well, let's go. Yeah. So he jumps up very enthusiastically, and I'm just here to tell you, and I want everybody out there to know, it's Wooten's. I know that may sound a little uh, uh, weird, but uh, you're going to get wooed at Wooten's. How <laughs> you like that? Wow, that's cool. Well, I am a marketer. Yeah, you know, no, I'm no. A, a, a TV, radio, mm-hmm. advertising type guy. And I'm just you telling are? everybody, that's my new deal for them. Oh, you want to get wild, meaning you want to get wooed, go to Wooten's Barbershop, 67th and Bell Road. Unbelievable. 
Uh, I've never seen a bunch of guys like that. I'm not talking about just going one. south. It's on the left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Because he knows I just don't talk. I mean, no, I know. I'm telling you, if I'm going to recommend somebody, they better be good. But besides them having the the experience uh, and the ability to just give a great haircut or shave uh, or a massage or whatever the case, what they're what I loved about them, oh my gosh, the camaraderie, the the, the enthusiasm, the vibe in that barbershop was amazing. I mean, I really mean that. It makes you feel good. It makes you, it doesn't matter what's going on out there in the world. It doesn't matter if everybody's got these goofy, uh, uh, woke uh, type uh, uh, mentalities, you know, especially at that age. These uh, gentlemen, guess what? You ready for this? Conservatives! Hello. Woo! Was I excited! Praise the Lord. So I just want to tell you, Chris and Bobby, praise the Lord. Oh, I hope that you uh, get received in blessings that, that you get to a point where you're so fatigued you can't cut another hair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, you guys were great. And I thank you. You, and, know, you know what I'm thinking? I'm well, laughing because... That you, Russell's going to be upset? No, no right oh. across the street on the other side, the, the west side, is Caleb, Home Depot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about that. I was laughing at that. Going Actually, I love you, but you're wrong there. That's all right. Yep. <laughs> Uh, side. He's at 59. Caleb's at 59. You know? Oh, but I mean, yeah, funny. go there. That makes you feel good. I mean, it's okay. You know, I can visualize that he's there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. You can visualize right. it. Oh, my God. We got to get going. Okay. So, all of you, Whoa. thank you again for tuning in Goodbye, to the Michael everybody. H. Crawford Get Excited Show podcast. I am your host, Michael Crawford, <laughs> along with my sidekick uh, co host, uh, Tony Escobar. This is funny. Oh, it okay. makes me laugh. But we got to, we really did, we have to, <laughs> we got to get going. Oh, praise the Lord. So let me just go this up. I know. I do understand this is a touchy subject, okay? I know that talking about the pain of a divorce can touch a lot of raw nerve. So for everyone that's tuned in, turn that volume up. Don't miss it. The topic today is God loves to provide for those he loves. And you know what? He loves you, and he loves me. And as I said, I know it's very painful when you start. I mean, it hits right to the core. I mean, you talk about raw nerves, it's raw, okay, when it has to do with a divorce. And so what I'm about to say, I don't say it just casually, okay, or callously. I need you to really turn up the volume and comprehend exactly where Michael Crawford's coming from. Because there's a nugget. There is a true uh, biblical nugget here that I want you to receive today. Okay? Uh, because I've heard. I've heard a lot of experts say that when men uh, you know, who have children, when they go through a divorce and when they're assigned a, a monthly amount of child support that they have to pay, I've heard experts say that most of these men fall into one of three categories. So hopefully you have your pen or pencil out and you have your piece of paper and you're, you're writing this down because this is reality here. They fall in you know one of three uh, categories. And the first category are the fathers who refuse to give. They refuse to make any provision whatsoever. I mean, none. I mean, it's amazing because it's for their children but they've refused to make any provision for their children whom they actually say that they love. And from 
what I've heard, unfortunately, this kind of group of men, that first group of men, uh, it's, a, it's up to a large percentage of divorced fathers, you follow me? So then I'm told that there's a, a second category. Hear me now, second category tone. And in the second category, the father provides for his kids. But he does so reluctantly, be, you know, uh, begrudgingly. You follow what I'm saying? And, and often belatedly. I mean, he, honestly, uh, because he wants to avoid prosecution is the only reason he's even doing that. He does, but he doesn't have it in his, in his heart. It's not real. You, you follow me? He's doing that just because he don't want, uh, you know, Mr. Uh, uh, Blue Suit to come pick him up. You follow me? Oh, yeah. Uh, and so then I'm also told that there's that third category, Tone. That third category. Now, at any time, because you in a biblical perspective, you're just so good at it. Anytime you want to uh, chime in, you know, this is No, I'm listening. I'm, I'm getting into it. You're getting you're into going. it? Yeah, no, I'm hearing you. You're getting into it. You can tell that I really was yeah. getting into it last night yeah. in my office at my home. You're bringing it. I'm bringing it. it. Yeah, I had the, I had the speakers up so loud last night that my daughters had to come knock on the door. Dad, I got to work in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also told that this third te- category, Tone, that uh, it not only gives the, you know, they don't only just give their support. But they give it willingly and enthusiastically and promptly ahead of time every month. I'm told that these fathers say things like, you know, I may not have been able to make my marriage work. And I'll agree. I may have been a failure with my marriage, but I love you. I do. I love you. And when and you are my flesh and blood, and, and I'm going to do everything I can do to provide for you as best I can. I mean, this is exactly, this is real now. This, I, everybody turn that volume up. This is real. And I, I want you to really get the biblical nugget out of this, okay? I mean, they do. They make sure that these kids that they brought into the world are well taken care of, even when it goes, you know, when above and beyond anything that the court requires. I mean, the court will give them any kind of, uh, you know, stipulation, uh, and it's okay. They're not arguing. They love them so much, they don't think about, uh, any negativity. It's all positive on what they can do and then on and above what they're supposed to do. Amen? And that's the beauty of it. Uh, I'm also told, Tone, mm-hmm. uh, for many of these fathers now, that uh, it actually brings them great pleasure. Uh, it brings them uh, tremendous pleasure to generously provide for their kids after a filled marriage that they at least have something to say was all worth it that they they really are being blessed by that because i mean if you could just imagine for me for a moment everyone out there that's tuned in today just imagine uh with me for a moment if you would the scenario i mean think about it imagine you're a child in a family that's just gone through a terrible heartbreaking of a divorce Okay. I mean, I need, really need you to put your mind there, Tone, because mm-hmm. you're good at that. Do that for me. I mean, you just went through woo, one of those, what do they call them? I got one guy on television. It's going to be a doozy. Doozy? Yeah. Oh, it's it's yeah. Oklahoma. I mean, it's a real serious big D. Okay. okay. And I ain't talking about Dallas. I don't know. I'm talking about there divorce. Goes. There <laughs> So imagine just after the divorce, sitting down, sitting down with your dad, and your dad looks you square in the eye and says, I really love you, Tony. I do. Or I really love you, Mary. But then imagine the next day finding out that even though your dad swore he loves you, 
I mean, you, he swore his love to you, right? He refused. He outright refused to make any provision for you at all. None. Nada. Zip. Or imagine that he only pays exactly what he has to pay. He only pays what the court, which you, I don't know if you've ever been through a divorce uh, and had to, to, to pay like that. I haven't, but I have a lot of friends that have, and they showed me the actual... Uh, I've been there. Oh, you have? Yeah. Ooh, okay, so you know what I'm talking I about. Exactly what you're talking about. Oh, wow. Praise the Lord. See, I, I didn't give you 18 years. I gave you 19 years. Whoa! That's what I paid. Wow. It's okay. See, that's what I'm above. It's okay. Because that's who you... I know it's okay. I didn't say it wasn't. I love you. Okay, so he can imagine that. He can imagine, you know... Uh, unlike the other person that he only pays exactly what he has to pay and, and not a penny more, that's not Tony. But the primary reason he gives it all, honestly, Tony, is just to avoid prosecution. Right. I mean, these people told me that. You know how many attorneys and lawyers and judges I know? Oh, yeah. Sold a lot of cars. Got a lot of good friends. God's really blessed me on a plethora of... There's a label. You do not want to be labeled a deadbeat. Dead you don't, oh, wow, you do. That's get that label. Right. So turn that volume up. Because yeah. we're not there yet, but we're we're, we're doing <laughs> wow. Tony is just—he's pretty theatrical here in the studio. I like that you just did that right there. But it is true—you don't want to be known like that. I mean, really, just uh, imagine. I mean, really, honestly, how would either of those situations make you feel, Tony? How would they? I don't know about you, but I'd be ticked off. All right? No, I would. I, I mean, I'd say I'd be so disgruntled. Uh, I would. I'd be so angry and frustrated. Uh, I'd be hurt. I'd, I'd be saying things like, come on, Dad. Dad be Dad. I mean, come on. What kind of love is that? Really? I mean, talk's cheap. Put your money where your mouth is and show me you're really my dad. That you really love me. I don't want no idle conversation, Dad. Do you love me or not? And you know me, I would say that. Yeah. If I was in a situation. I never was. Never had to. But, oh, I would have. I know who I am. The point I'm trying to make here, Tony Escobar gets it. But for everyone else that's tuned in, the majority probably get as well. I'm going to give you the benefit of that and say all of you understand it. Everyone that's tuned in to the Michael H. Crawford Get Excited Show podcast, I bet you you get it. The point that I'm trying to make is that there is an absolute unmistakable connection between love and provision. They're inseparable. You can't separate love from provision. You can't do it. And I need everybody out there that's listening to your host, Michael Crawford, of the Michael H. Crawford Get Excited Show podcast, I need you to understand that. Because as I was going over this in my office in my home last night, I had a neighbor drop by, and we got kind of discussing this. And I don't really think that he agreed with that, and he's totally wrong. Because hear me now. You cannot. They're inseparable. There's an absolute, unmistakable connection between love and provision. They're inseparable. You can't separate love from provision. You just can't do it. And if you ever, when we get off the, the air, you know, you have, I have no problem. I get a lot of emails and text messages and stuff. Call me. Let's talk about it. That's what I love about this show, too. Yeah. I really do. And I'll explain that to you because it's really something to know. I mean, let's just go over this. Like, in 1 Timothy, in 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 8, for everyone out there at home uh, that has the opportunity to pick up a Bible, they're not driving. They're not going to jeopardize their security, you know. But if you're home. Please get a Bible and look. Let's look at First Timothy chapter five, verse eight, because it says, "If anyone, if anyone, does provide for his relatives, okay, excuse me, if he does not, 
If anyone does not provide for his relatives, especially for his immediate family, he has denied faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Now, that's strong. Tony, is that not strong? That's very strong. I mean, I got chills right now again. I mean, in other words, the Bible's saying right there in front of us. The Bible, the B-I-B-L-E, the basic instructions before leaving earth, it is unthinkable. It's absolutely unthinkable not to provide for the needs of your own family. Amen? Now, I'm only guessing. I'm only guessing this morning. Okay, I want to be very candid and truthful because that's that's how we roll, right, Tone? That's right. So I want to be very candid, truthful this morning that if if we were to randomly, randomly select 10 people that are listening to us, out of everyone that's listening, say we, I don't know, say we had 20,000 people listening to us around okay. the world. Okay, yeah. And we select 10 of those people and bring them in to the studio here, right? Where, where they are. Don't even know. Yeah, don't even know. Just bring them in. Bring them in the studio. I'll bet you that without any doubt of those people, right, standing right here in the studio, uh, if we give them a real quick, okay, gut, re- we ask them, like a, the reflex, the gut reaction, I mean, just hit them point blank with, you know, uh, do you serve a providing God? If we ask that, now everybody listen now, please turn that volume up because I'm going to get to uh, something here that's really going to hit home. Especially if you're uh, a long-time uh, Bible-based Christian that if it's not biblical, you ain't doing it. Then you'll really understand this and get this because, I mean, I'm kind of like, I'm not winging it. I mean, I've studied a lot over the years, and especially even last night, but I'm just trying to get to the right, word it to you correctly. It's in my mind, uh, and I want everybody to kind of comprehend it in that black uh, chalkboard on your mind, on your in your mind. So, I, we've got ten people. Tony and I flew them. We picked them around the country, right? Or right. Where, they're here. I don't know, know you, and I, and I say, hey, right now, Tony, uh, you take five, and I'll take five. Right? Got it. You go right. Okay. Right. I want to ask them, do we serve a providing God? Okay, and I, and I want you to look at it like I would do it. Oh, quick, quick, don't think about it. Do we serve a providing God real fast? Now, I'm guessing. I'm guessing, but I'll bet. Okay. You get it? Yep. I'll bet. If we did that, we'd get a lot of blank stares and mixed responses. Now, I know it's hard to believe, but I'm telling you, I would bet on this. I mean, I also think that we'd be some, you know, uh, we'd kind of be special among you know the people that we brought here it, it really would it'd be like in other words we'd i could just hear them tell me i could hear you bring your five back in here in the studio it'd be kind of funny i could hear them saying all right michael crawford all right you want a reflex you want a, a gut level reaction well here you go michael crawford i get you know i just feel like you know you yeah. know the stuff that we've been oh, yeah. through okay uh no no i don't think god provides for me i learned a long time ago that if i'm not you know, if I'm going to, to make it in this world, if it's up to me, it's up to me. I've got to make it on my own, Michael Crawford. I've got to provide for myself. I mean, everything I've got came from the work of my two hands here. You see this, Michael Crawford? Take a look. You keep telling us to always turn that volume up. Well, now I'm going to tell you, okay, open the eyes and look at my hands, okay? Because that's kind of their deal. And, and I mean, everything I've got literally came from the work of these two hands. And so, so forget this heavenly uh, handout trash 
I mean, I mean I, you may think this is harsh, but I mean as real as I can. This is the Michael H. Crawford Get Excited Show podcast, and I say it like it is. And I'm telling you, I feel if they do this. They would say, okay, uh, just forget it. Forget that heavenly handout trash because God doesn't give you anything. Wow. Did I say it? Wow. But others, hear me now. But others, when asked, okay, do you serve a providing God? They would say, they would say, well, yeah, kind of, Michael Crawford. I mean, you know, God gives us life and breath. He gives us our gifts and talents, and he even gives us break once in a while, right? But it's kind of a, like that's all he does in my books. He provides the very essentials, but beyond that, it's up to us. If it's to be, it's up to me. Now, but then hopefully, hopefully in this group, there would be a number of you who would almost be offended. Yeah, I said that. That you'd almost be offended and you'd say, wait a minute. What do you mean do I serve a providing God? Of course I serve a providing God. I mean, I can just feel that, Tony. I'm telling you. I mean, I've got a lot of chill. I mean, could you see it? I mean, this is the Holy Spirit's working on me right now. The five people that you picked. Wow. Yeah. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're good. I just got that. You really, he really is. I mean, gosh, Tony, I love you. I mean, all throughout history, all throughout history, God has bent over backwards to demonstrate his love for his children by showering them. I mean, showering them with stockpiles of blessings and provisions and care, and, 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 and I'm no exception. I mean, if there was time, they would. I really feel that they'd, they'd kind of share story after story after story. That class of people, you understand? Those kind of people. They would, they would get into it, because I know. I mean, you know, I mean, remember Peter that night, oh, yeah. okay? They would keep sharing the story, uh, you know, how God has miraculously and abundantly provided for their needs, for them and their family. I mean, so my question Again, Tony, my question for you today is this. For everyone listening, when I say that, you know, for everyone that's really tuned in, really understanding this, because this is a, you know, God led me last night to make sure that they get this. Okay. Okay? The question for you today is this. If you're one of those ten. Now, we did say Tony got five and I got five. But let's now bump yeah. them back together, right? Ten. ten. Mm-hmm. If you were one of those ten who got pulled out of Tony's room, let's say, yep. right? And take it into another room. Hear me now. Now we're, talk- we're going to go singular. My five are in your five. <laughs> right, I got you. Okay. And ask a question. Do you serve a providing God? I can't make that any Great clearer. Question. Great question. Okay. Do you serve a providing God? If you were one of those ten, what would your reflex be? What would your gut level reaction be? What would it be? I mean... Are you a bootstrap guy or gal? I mean, are you one of those persons who says, well, well, Michael Crawford, you know God provides the very essentials. I know that. That's all I'm going to say. Or are, are you one of those persons who would share a story after story after story, as we discussed a moment ago about Peter, right? I mean, and say, yeah, you got that right, Michael Crawford. My God is a providing God, praise the Lord. Now, my dear Christian brothers and sisters, that's really important. It's really important for me today. It really is. It, I, I, and I really do wonder how you and, and I would respond. 
I mean, even myself, I'm about as honest as they come. I'm thinking to myself as, as this is going on, the Holy Spirit kind of like, you know, again, gives that little nudge. Mm-hmm. Say that I went through what you went through, and I was asked that question. Well, I know what I would say, and you, and you know. So yeah. that's, oh, yeah. it's not about me, right? Right. But what's far more important is what's the truth with everybody listening. That's what I'd really like to, I really wish we could have those 10 people flown in here. Because the truth, what is it, their truth about God? I mean, do we or do we not serve a providing God? Do we or do we not serve a providing God? I mean, do we serve a God who claims to love us but refuses to provide? Do we serve a God who claims to love us but only provides the minimum? And he does that reluctantly. Or do we serve a God who claims to love us and then pro- proves his love by providing for the, you know, provides for all of us uh, exceedingly and abundantly beyond all we've ever could ask or think for? Well, my Christian brothers and sisters, believe me when I tell you this, this is an issue of tremendous importance. It really is. I mean, I don't know about you, but I, but if I'm, uh, you know, kind of on my own in the world, no one around to help, just Michael Crawford got me, Tone, and if God isn't going to give me any help, I know you know where I'm going with this. Okay, think Keep about going. this. Yeah. Then what do I know that? Then I want to know that. I want to know without the game, you know what I'm saying? Are you going to take care of me? Are you going to provide me? Are we going to uphold the covenant? Or if God is only going to reluctantly provide the bare, the bare essentials, I want to know that too. I don't want to be surprised. In the same way, if God takes great delight in providing support and resources for me, then I want to know that. Why? Because my Christian brothers and sisters, God's provision or lack thereof is going to greatly determine how I plan for the future. How I plan for the future. How I make decisions and how I have so much anxiety along the way. Everybody out there, turn that volume up because this is where it's going. It's coming full circle now. Do you realize what it does to you when you're trying to make decisions on a biblical perspective? Amen? I mean, if I'm a adrift at sea all alone on some little lifeboat with nobody there to help me, then I have a right to be anxious. Don't I? Don't I have a right to be anxious, Tone? Yes, you do. Well, sure I do. Come on. But if there's an ocean liner right behind me, and it's got all kinds of provisions. And, and there's a loving captain who, who wants to share his provisions with me. And, and then they ought to eliminate a lot of my anxiety, right? It should. Should they eliminate all of my anxiety? Well, let me tell you. One day, one day Matthew, matter of fact, let me just tell you, I should tell you to turn to it before I just kind of get, get excited, you know, because this is really good. I want to return with me to Matthew, the book of Matthew, to chapter 6, verse 25. Because one day Matthew in 6.25 records that Christ Jesus was speaking to a crowd of people. And as he looks out over the sea of faces, he notices that a number of them are anxious. They are. They're anxious. And I mean, you can tell when people are anxious, can't you, Tony? I mean, you really can. You can see it in their faces. The strain, the worry, the stress. They're like a balloon that's getting ready to burst. Boom, pop. Get ready to pop. Well, Matthew records that Christ Jesus can see this happening. He can see it. He can see that these people are worried and they're, and they're worried about life and they're, and they're worried about putting you know, food on the table. 
they're worried about playing for the new uh, electricity uh, bill, or excuse me, the air conditioner that went out, you know, that, that cost $8,300. <laughs> I mean, well, not back in that day, yeah. but I'm just trying to make it a point here because, you know, it's, it's very sad. They're worried about, uh, you know, the 401ks, and they're worried about the retirement plans. They're worried about everything. Hear me now. Turn the volume up. And so when Christ Jesus sees them, he calls them over, and he says, now, everybody, please get this. Come here. Come here. I'm not going to ball you out. I just want to talk to you about your worries and your anxieties. That's all. And in verse 25, he says, don't worry about your life. What you will eat or drink or about your body, what you'll wear, is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. And in verse 26, he says, look, look at the birds. Go on, look at the birds of the air. And when he says that, I can just see, oh my gosh, I'm one of these guys that really has those pictures as we discussed uh, a week ago, the, the picture uh, in my mind about, you know, pi- yeah. you know what I'm talking about. So words, it's more of a picture to understand yeah. things, right? And I could see a bunch of the people in the crowd saying, wait, wait, wait a minute, Jesus! We don't have time for this. You said you were going to talk. Tell them, listen to this, you get it? We don't have time for this. You said we were going to talk about my worry and my anxieties and my frustrations because I want to stay on track with just your word, Lord. I mean, I've got mortgages. I've got utility bills. And I've got college tuition. What's all this stuff about birds? Well... I can just see Christ Jesus saying, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it is. But just look at the birds. Do you see them? See how they kind of flitter over here and patter over there and fluffer over there. Okay? I mean, see how every once in a while, they'll all give a beautiful little carefree chirp chirp. And see how then they get all the, the excitement that they do barrel rolls and other kinds of fun stuff. I can't keep a straight face here. But it... But, Everybody, please visualize this, right? I mean, do you see them? Yeah, of course you do. Well, look closer. Christ Jesus is telling you, look closer. Do you see any signs of anxiety on their faces? Do you see any signs of high blood pressure, migraine headaches, or psychiatric you know, issues, or, or, or back, lower back pain so bad because the L5 is being crushed, you really can't have trouble walking? Do you? Do you see that? No. No, hear me now. You don't. They're just happy little birds soaring through the air, right? And guess what? Those happy little birds have no Swiss bank accounts. They have no million-dollar life insurance policies. They have no barns filled with bird seed. None. None. As a matter of fact, each and every one of those little birds is just one worm away. Just one. Just one worm away from starvation. That's all. Just one worm. Just one worm. And yet these little guys have an absolute no anxiety, none at all. Why? Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you a little secret about those little birds. Every day, every day, those little birds bank on God. Every day. They bank on God. 
Those little birds bank on God's character, God's identity, God's providing nature, everything. And because of that, they are learned over and over and over. They have learned. Think about this. Please don't miss this. These birds have learned over and over again that God is going to feed them, that God is going to provide for their needs. And guess what? And guess what? Those little birds aren't near as important to God as you are, as you are, and as I am. That's why when I saw the anxiety on everybody's faces, the migraines, the headaches, the overwhelming stress in your lives, you follow me as we got them bro broken down, and, you know, we can see that. You know we're going to see that, so they ask questions like that. That's why when I saw those things, I just had to tell you, you need to learn. You need to learn what those little birds have learned. You need to learn to bank on God. You need to learn to bank on God's character. You need to learn to bank on God's identity. You need to learn to bank, bank on God's provision. You need to learn what those little birds have learned. That God won't let you down. Because God loves to provide for those that he loves. And guess what? He loves you. And he loves me. And he loves to provide for everyone that he loves. Those little birds understand that. And you need to understand that too. But then Christ Jesus says, well, maybe some of you aren't into birds. Maybe some of you are a little more, you know, kind of uh, culturally uh, inclined, if you would. You follow me? So that's what I want to... We, to, we to really kind of understand that. You follow me? Uh, I'm going to tell you something, uh, Tony, because I just realized we only got a couple of minutes. Right. We're going to have to do a part two to this. Okay, no no problem. You're cool with that? Yeah. Because I'm telling you, if I, if, I, if I could tell you the, the chalkboard in my mind right now, if I told you all the stuff on it that God wants me to get out, sure. the Holy Spirit's telling me. Can't do it in one part. Right. Okay. Right. I just can't do it. We've got to do two parts of this. Yeah. So, having said that, right. oh, praise the Lord, I want everybody... You better, you better tune in tomorrow to part two. To part two, okay? And let everybody know, do me a favor too, and pass it around, if you would. Pass this around to uh, your family and friends and everybody that just loves the Lord. Because part two is going to be powerful. Right. We were just getting into it. Oh, yeah. But I looked at the time. That's a great producer. He flips the time board over yeah, on me right now. So, having said that, uh, tomorrow uh, will be part two of God loves to provide for those that he loves. And he loves you, and he loves me. So get excited. And always remember, it's a Christ-minded attitude, not aptitude, that determines altitude. Praise the Lord. Talk to you tomorrow with part two. If you'd like to contact Michael Crawford directly for prayer or encouragement, contact him on his private number at 623-203-8259 or send him an email at getexcited.crawford at gmail.com. Be free, be challenged, be encouraged, be inspired, and get excited with Michael Crawford. Your love lifting me.